train. This is sword of power. Sword is power. Dragon and earth. Soaring through the sky. Spread your wings. time on Ballin' Out Super. We got two boys on the crew and they're wasting their time, wasting their time. When will these boys do it right? It's past time tonight. And that's today on Dragon Ball Super Ballin' Out Super. Hey! <laughs> Hello, welcome back to another episode of Ball It Out Super! Super! Super. Wow. I'm here with the Sultan of Swing, Alex Patak. Shizzy biz, biz bang, Katie, let's tussle. <laughs> and the spirit of Christmas himself, Lawson Leong. It don't mean a thing, baby, unless you got that swing. That's right. Lawson, a very barbed lizard, is wearing a lovely reindeer t-shirt right now. It's really, it's really quite cute. Festive. It's awesome. Red and white like snow and Rudolph's nose. I waited for seven months to break this shit out. I, I was genuinely delighted when you took your coat off. And if you wore this in the summer, I would send you to jail. <laughs> I wouldn't dare. So. And uh, in the battle royale that was David's in our lives, there was only one victor, and it turned out to be David Citrick uh, is here. Fuck Spectre and Twitey. The yeah. Davids of our uh, lives. That Spectre, that surfing bitch. Yeah, David Spectre, <laughs> I believe we have said this on the podcast before, but just in case it hasn't been made clear, has abandoned the pursuit of stand-up comedy to be a full-time surf guy. He's really going moondog. <laughs> Wait. He's gone full moon dog. Moon dog. Moon dog. I thought that was a joke. That's real? No. It is real. It is as real as you or I. Oh my that nationally God. renowned surfing circuit, the New York Surfing. He's gone modern talk dirty. <laughs> that nasty specter. He works yeah. at a certain he newspaper. He broke his leg. <laughs> like, like. And now it's stronger than ever. That's how they. That's how you get also, stronger. we're like. It's saying our, you got Zenkai boosted. David's like my age, right? He's like mid thirties. That's right, and it's okay. the perfect time to turn. Jonah Hill did it. You that's know, when Jonah Hill discovered surfing. Actually. Between hey, him check out Stutz on Netflix. Stutz, and, Jonah uh, Hill's movie. <laughs> Between him and Benel's relationship with the uh, Lucha Pig, I, I, I am, I am uh, somewhat inspired by these men who spit in time's eye. I'm gonna <laughs> start, absolutely. I'm gonna start skateboarding. Your 30s yes. are for physical challenges. I, with my personality, I'm gonna become a skate fuck at 36. <laughs> I always, I don't want David coming over anymore. He's always spitting on the floor. <laughs> Katie, just wait till I start doing stunt work in two years. You know what? I love this. I David, love this. no ollies in the living room. <laughs> I love this. David's going to become a full-on, like, dirtbag dirt skateboarder. <laughs> like, he's going to wear beanies in the house uh -huh. and, like, get sponsored by a streetwear company. Yep, Lawson's God, the yeah. stuntman. Alex, how are you going Billabong, into your midlife crisis? Up. Well, I would, I would do the surfing thing, but Spectre already did that one, so I feel yeah. like I can't do that now. He talked you there, yeah. I think you would 
become a competitive martial artist. I would like to do that. Yeah. I've been considering Kumite's. getting back into martial arts. <laughs> yeah. Jump into a kumite, Alex. Yeah, it's not too late to become, especially because, and I think I talked about this last week, I got mad when I dropped something on my toe and I punched a chair, and now I, <laughs> my hand's been fucked up for two weeks, so See, I gotta learn how to do it right. Alex is going through a bulking phase, and the tea is really getting to him. It's out of control, my tea. <laughs> I have high tea. I'm gonna start going bald. <laughs> it, it's kind of comforting that everyone's losing their mind. Yeah. We've been <laughs> stuck inside for four years. But, <laughs> but we're gaining our bodies. I've had three yes. years to ponder my dreams. <laughs> Every dream I've ever had has gone by the wayside. Of course I'm losing my mind. We're entering a new Ooh. arc. America, all out. I feel lifted up right now. <laughs> now I was uh, in the cave this morning, and now I've exited to find that everyone else has also exited the cave. <laughs> the monkey pox showed me a lot of things, but one thing it showed me is it's time to start jumping off a of high things. Yes. That's right. <laughs> welcome, Amen. To, welcome back to Ballin' Out Extreme. <laughs> We're podcasting live from a side of a cliff. Welcome to Ballin' Out. What have you got to lose? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just to be clear, David Twidey has not found a new radical sport because he was already doing radical sports, but he has moved to Portland, Oregon where he simply cannot do a podcast. I have, oh. It can't be done. I have Not beaten him. in the. There, there can only be one David on this well, coast. the radical sport of Portland, Oregon is giving things up, so. I assume he's having a wonderful time doing la his uh, laundry in a weed... In a dispensary weed. slash laundromat that, mm. uh, you know, Portland is not. That for. they have over there. They Katie, do. you live there. You know about the weed dispensary. I do know about the weed dispensary. I'm saying it's like Howard Stern. <laughs> Can you yeah. ever see a weed dispensary <laughs> laundromat? Oh, yeah. I did. What was did, that pussy feel like? <laughs> I did stand up comedy in a laundromat that I believe also sells weed now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I've, I've done probably that been in that laundromat. Yeah. Hell yeah. It was it was nice. Can I just say for the record before anyone else starts one, stand-up comedy doesn't need to be in a laundromat. Yeah. It doesn't need to be in a laundromat. I kind of like the aesthetic of stand-up in a laundromat. Uh, it was it a fancy be. laundromat because Portland's a fictional city. It's mm. true. Yeah. It's, it's basically Oz. Portland is Brigadoon come to life. Yeah, literally. You go in and then you leave. You go in 21 and you leave and you're 30 and you're still working at the bar. <laughs> Brigadoon! <laughs> anyway... Anime! And anyway, anime. Another week of anime. Now, we all have exciting Japanese observations this week, but I have to start with our guest. I'm walking over around the table, David Citric. David? Yeah. Oh, are you asking for me my for my observations about the Japanese? What do you think of the East? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm rubbing your shoulders, and I want to know. Uh, well, uh, you know, I respect them so much that uh, I'm uh, putting on uh, copious amounts of weight and starring in action movies where I can barely move my legs. I'm Steven Seagal. Oh. That's, what I ah. That's a wonderful path to take. Um, they make a hell of a car. Just not even in any particular country, just the mystical land of Asia. Where yes. He <laughs> well, it's a big land. You got to yeah. admit that. You ever Where? seen it on a risk board? <laughs> you can't you can't keep it. Seems like they should have broken it up more. The continents, I mean. Sure, somebody should have, and I mean God, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's just one that's way bigger so, than all the other somebody, ones. Somebody <laughs> somebody have a word with these tectonic plates. Although this is news flash. 
uh, Reddit style. Did you know Africa is way bigger than it is on the risk map? It's actually really big. Yeah. Gigantic. Yes. Newsflash, fucko. Eurocentric board gaming. Yeah. Well. <laughs> what does that mean, though? Does that mean, like, Europeans look at Asia and they're like, now that's a big, beautiful continent. <laughs> Leave that one big. Well, they got to make, because, like, Russia, like, Asia is also Russia. And so it's like, well, we got to give, yes. you know, the white country cred. We must yeah. fear the bear. Arr. <laughs> and the bear goes. Lawson, what does the bear go? Roar. That's right. Well, this week I saw Shin Ultraman. Mm. Oh. That's oh. right, the new Hedekiano. The Wait, hit you, film. You watched the animated one or the, the live action? Live action Shin Ultraman. Oh. They oh. have all your favorites. They've got Ultraman, they've got Zarab. Yeah. They've got, other, I don't a, remember the other guys out there. We've had a fan dying for us to talk about henching shit for years on here, and I would always say it's live action, but uh, here you um, go, baby. I'm spo- <laughs> It's well, a gift. The, the only one I've seen is that Henshin Impact, and uh, I know it's very popular among the streamers. Oh, Henshin Impact is so good, <laughs> and they have all those gods. It, it won game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Fra- fan game of the year. All the transformations. <laughs> oh, is it is it like a fighting game with the different heroes? <laughs> no, I'm making fun what of the What about Henshin? Genshin oh, Impact, you gave like, up the ghost. <laughs> he didn't feel like carrying it on for 45 more minutes. If we had Max Ogle here, we could be saying Henshin Impact for weeks. Listen, I, I'm a fake geek girl. I only play JRPGs and farming games. <laughs> and Katie, games I'm that- sorry. Henshin Impact definitely is on your and- radar. Yeah, you, you, yeah, that sounds exactly like it would be right up your alley. I, I played Genshin Impact, but you were just saying it so sincerely, and oh, I'm so tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired. Well, and also, like, people do clones and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. So I just thought, I don't know, maybe they just put Ultraman in it. Yeah. <laughs> You've given me the idea. We're going to start a gaming company. We're going to make Henshin Impact, and we're going to be billionaires. Before right? I continue discussing Money the movie, the I'm sorry I lied. <laughs> Now to continue. All right, now, she, now's the wait. penance portion of the show. <laughs> Are you going to prostrate for me? I can't. Have you seen me try to, like, use my knees? Because it's really not good. You are, like, a great Dane. I, the first thing to go. I wasn't made for kneeling. I was made to stand tall. And so this is begins my review of Shin Ultraman. Very insincere. Alex Patek Patek bends the knee for no man because he cannot. Literally, due to a severe case of Osgood Schlatter's disease, I had as a child. It's like I have two kneecaps. Have you seen it? It's fucking weird. I don't think you can see through my jeans, but it's like. Kneecap, kneecap. I actually can can't see, see that. It. It's weird. You know, it hurts to kneel on them. Some people want even one kneecap, and you're this white man who <laughs> has know. two kneecaps. I'm born on the third base of kneecaps, <laughs> yeah. and Another I think I hit a triple. for the cishead white male. <laughs> the second one's for pain. <laughs> Quadricap. Ooh, I have two knees. <laughs> wow. Wow. Shin you know. Ultraman. <laughs> Here's my review. So they do it kind of like a lot of these anime movies where it's like three episodes of a show more than it is one movie. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing is they could just done this Zarob episode for way longer because I'm addicted to Zarob now. I mean, if you're into Ultraman, I have... 
I'm addicted to Zara. There's so many things I can show you. You know, it's a common plot that Ultraman and Ultra Father and the whole gang will get crucified. That's a tough. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize we were talking about a Bible allegory. Okay. <laughs> It's all a Bible allegory. Um, yeah. Okay, so these are the two observations I basically have is that the whole thing should have been Zarob because he's the most deceitful villain Ultraman has ever faced. Yes. And mm -hmm. then the second is that um, America would never withstand a kaiju crisis. Mm -hmm. And the way that Japan pulls it together and develops like a new national defense board of like top executives who like yeah. form up in certain locations. Like we just don't have that America kind of... America would be just like a bunch of people like... I believe the kaiju were sent by Hillary Clinton's emails from the bottom of the pizza shop to make little boys be sex slaves. And it's like, no, it's just a dinosaur. We need to fight it. It's made out of radiation. The it's kaiju like, brings jobs. I'm being <laughs> shadow banned by the kaiju deep state. Here's the, well, okay. So like, okay, there's kaiju tomorrow. Kaiju start popping up in San Diego because they go They'd for like, a week. They would, see, they would go for the cities first, and they would just be like, serves those queers, right? Yeah, it really would. It would be tough to argue with them, too, because it'd be like, well, I guess you were right. We're being punished by God with kaiju. You said serves those queers. I thought you said serves those queers. I was like, what is David Spector up to? Okay, yeah, so, okay. Uh, uh, there's an American program that's going to deal with kaiju tomorrow. What's that? FEMA. FEMA is the closest we have to a kaiju board. They don't do anything. They show up like unrelated with tents and set up next door to a disaster. Don't tell anybody they have their uh, fucking Kool-Aids over there. They're going to be I, like, sorry, we gave away our budget to uh, <laughs> fucking um, Russia or what the fuck? Ukraine. Thank we you. gave our budget to Russia. <laughs> to Russia. <laughs> it would be also, it would be Ukraine. But I mean... Yeah, I don't know. And that's to say that, like, okay, credibly, you'd be like, okay, America wouldn't know at first it's got to take care of its kaiju thing. But what I'm saying is that, like, culturally, we will never form up a kaiju prevention I mean, board. Like, you'd be, you're five. We're still not, we wouldn't have this together. How long would it take us to build a gigantic robot? Like, think of a Tokyo 3. Think okay. of the kind of domestic production coordination needed to build an underground city on an elevator. For We're never getting that. No, we don't uh, have trains. Yeah, <laughs> trains do suck. That's a good point. They would try to build a robot, but it would be privately owned and really janky and it would like explode halfway off the truck because everyone stole the money for their own purposes. It would just yeah. be a... It'd be like one of those exploding cell phones. You remember that? <laughs> it would be just a scam to like get defense contract money like the F-15. Yeah. Yeah, they're one of those things where it's like you could never actually pilot the robot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just kills just, Shinji every oh, time. Oh, we tried to start the robot and 14 people died. On the yeah. other hand, Japan literally has a Gundam. They do. Is they really? It's We're falling behind. They have a functional Gundam. <laughs> We're 100% behind Gundam-wise. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, do you need a Gundam? Is a Gundam helpful in a real yeah. military situation? That is not the question. The question is, do other, we have one? Every other day I wake up, I was like, yo, it would be useful if I had a Gundam right now. <laughs> Wouldn't have to get out of this damn bed because <laughs> I'd be sleeping in my Gundam. Just send the send the Gundam. It's like a job <laughs> interview, send the Gundam. Doing oh. the dishes, Gundam's work. <laughs> a Gundam belongs in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have a domestic Gundam. <laughs> pretty backwards thinking about Gundam. Well, that was just like in Neo Yokio. They had a domestic Gundam. <laughs> domestic Gundam. Big fan of Neo Yokio. I wonder if they giving us more of that. 
I don't think it's ever coming back, which is too bad because I loved it. But it, and Jesus and Miro broke up. Yeah, the, the Vampire yeah. Weekend guy is not interested without Jesus and Miro in the picture. That's crazy. He made that. I thought he was just doing Cape Cod bangers for the rest well, of his life, but well, nope. What happens when you get famous and you're rich and white? You get to do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> they like, give you a second well, B-cap. <laughs> and also, well, I mean, like, if you, if you told me, know. like, without any prompting that Ezra Koenig made a TV show, like, my first guess would be some kind of, like, prestige Netflix unfunny comedy, and my second guess would be a cutesy anime. So. Cutesy, cutesy henshin. I'm sure I've time. told this story a thousand times, but I went to school, the visual arts, and in the comic book program and they would have successful comic book artists come to talk to us. And so they sent us, you know, this is like 2007, eight. So the umbrella Academy had just come out mm. written by one Gerard way. I was about to say, and he showed up and we're like, no. Mr. Jared way. How do we become successful comic book artists? He's like, become a multi-million dollar rock star. And we're like, <laughs> not helpful. <laughs> no. <laughs> have the eyes for it <laughs> what a beautiful man what's he up to these days we gotta get him on the show yeah i'm sure he's dying to come on jared way <laughs> we're just getting started year six of the show is when you want to arrive that's the but this is a my chemical bump wanna, we need want to get on this wave just as it starts to crest <laughs> <laughs> that's how you surf baby this is a surfing episode yeah. uh, point break we love it <laughs> Oh, you guys like Point Break? It's a great uh, movie. I will break all the points. There's some. Did I talk about Cliffhanger last week? <laughs> I'm doing too many you podcasts. Talk, you talked to me about Cliffhanger last week. You did not talk Here's about why: because Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger rocks. Cliffhanger is a great movie. It's what a what a that ending really pays off that intro. <laughs> it does. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger or not Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Excuse the American me. Schwarzenegger. This is a film, I believe, 1994, something around those times. A uh, generic villain who just likes money for no reason is doing crimes on a mountain. Mm -hmm. And Sylvester Stallone is just a guy who climbs mountains real good and has to punish them. And uh, he kills one guy by military pressing him above his head through a stalagmite. <laughs> And it's probably the best thing I've ever seen in it's a great. movie. It's really I, it's a good back when five movie, stars. Back when movies were movies. <laughs> back back take your men were men and movies were movies. You could, your, you could gorilla press a guy through a stalactite. <laughs> you couldn't make that movie in 2022. You'd be canceled. You'd be canceled be by Big Cavern. <laughs> Big this is actually pain. ableist against stalactites. <laughs> Not all stalactites kill people. Not oh, okay. Actually, it's harmful Italian uh, misrepresentation. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you will. I can't imagine Timothy Chalamet pushing a man above his head through a stalactite. Some well, Italians can't It's beyond climb. the pale. It's mostly because he's iron deficient. <laughs> it's ableist to people, Italians, who can't climb. That. Like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mamma mia. Oh, this Mama is the mia. main thing about the movie is Sylvester Stallone is simply physically too large to be believable as a mountain climber guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no way are your fingers dragging the rest of this up a mountain. You still look like Rocky IV. You're, yeah. you're like got a pinky finger the size of a Polish sausage <laughs> and you're like trying to shove it into a crevice. He's trying to get us to believe he's doing fucking free solo. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. You got, you got Prince Charles hands. You're not climbing up that mountain. Oh my God, David. <laughs> uh, no, no sacred cows here on the Ballin' Out Super Podcast. Sorry, English royal family. No one's safe. No one is safe here. Well, what other Italian things can we discuss for 11 more minutes? <laughs> what? 
Christmas coming up. Pasta fajou. You were talking about Ultraman, and we got over here somehow. <laughs> I think I said what I just said. I said what I said. I won't be taking any of it back. In conclusion, cliffhanger. Good flick. Good flick. Cliffhanger. My here's my review of Shin Ultraman 2022. Cliffhanger's really great. That's when a movie was a movie. If you enjoyed Cliffhanger, you might enjoy Shin Ultraman. It's the Shin Godzilla of changing. I'll be right back. Okay. Katie's going somewhere. Well, anybody have any other Italian things to discuss while Katie's gone? Maybe we can get ignorant for a minute before we get back here. Why don't we all just do our favorite Italian voice? How about that? Oh, look out. Yeah, look, oh. I'm with the Italian cliffhanger. <laughs> it's a me, Mario. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. That's really good. It is disgraceful. <laughs> I don't, it is disgraceful that Chris... Christopher Evans? Pratt? Chris Pratt. Pratt. Right yeah. Chris Pratt. Chris is, Evans would never. Chris Evans is the one we like, and hey, you're one of the Chris's we still talk to at the end of the day. Yeah, Chris Pratt is not even trying to mm. do a Mario voice. And I know that was an artistic decision, and it was something that the studio agreed with and said, hey, we don't want you to do Jared Leto in House of Gucci because <laughs> it's too on the nose and it's just right. what people want. I... Listen, I don't like Chris Pratt, but I don't think anyone wants to sit through an hour or half of that. I, you know it's going to be three hours long, first of all. Yeah, it's a prestige film. No, I, I saw, no never. it's a kid's movie. Yeah, I saw... They're going to the, make that movie 85 minutes. I've been seeing movies all year. I'm addicted to the silver screen. Here's what you got to know. I saw The Menu last week. That was the first one this year even close to 90 minutes. Every other one's been at least... Uh, 130. Well, it's because every movie's an event now because there's no movies. That's so why I'm telling you. have to be three-hour prestige. Bring your own seatbelts. So Bring your own seatbelts. It's Chris Pratt doing half Italian for three hours. <laughs> what, was, what was the last children's movie you watched? Uh, that was with you. That was uh, Sonic 2. Yeah, and that was a that was a that was two hours, buddy. That was 120 minutes. You're right. I <laughs> oh, forgot about why that. Why did Sonic 2 have to be two hours? It was better than Sonic 1. Okay. I heard the Sonics were both out. Knuckles really inhabits the role. I mean, Idris Elba just brings it to every time. Was there no Knuckles in part one? No. no, no the no. first one is mostly about like whether a teaser. cop can date anymore and with cancel culture still around. And then Sonic's like, women are going too fast. And, you know, because he's Sonic, so he can say stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, the premise of the second yeah, movie okay is... If he says it. The, yeah. the premise of the second movie is, what if you had a baby that was a hedgehog? <laughs> Very relatable. Yeah, the, the premise of the first movie is, is are we still doing interracial dating? Is that all right? <laughs> that, is a, that is a core thing. And this movie yeah. came out in 2021, right? It, <laughs> it was uh, 2018, I believe. Oh, no, it was 2020. It was the last film I saw before COVID, but also with David Citrick. Yeah, yeah. It was 2020. Anyway, my review is the second movie is a lot better than the first one because okay. there are more cartoon characters in it, and it is a Sonic the Hedgehog feature <laughs> film. Um, well, talking about Gotta Go Fast, I believe it's time for an advertisement. It, I mean, it isn't, but let's just do it anyway. <laughs> hey, everybody. I bet you're sitting on a fat stack of cash with how good the Brandon economy's doing. <laughs> You probably need to start advertising your business here on the Ball and Out Super Podcast, which will take your advertisements for only $20. That's a rate we can't change. 
Because I said it on air too many times. <laughs> so what you have to do is send us an email with a description of your little thing at ballinoutsuper at gmail.com, and then you send me $20, and we're going to read whatever goddamn thing you do for $20. Did you guys do a Black Friday deal on advertisements? Yeah, I haven't done any deals on anything. It is a deal. $20. It's, a de- it's Black Friday the every Friday. The reason it's $20 is because Alex said it out loud once, and we never... <laughs> Never retract it. Put that genie back. I believe the farm said we could do them every week and they would keep sending me $20, but I don't want to just start doing that and then find out it wasn't true. So <laughs> This week's advertisement is very exciting. You're going to love it's, this product. I, I paid for a ball and out advertisement once and my student loan debt got canceled. So That's go, true. Go ahead and do that. One hand washes the next. Uh, this week's advertisement... Oh, you're going to love this so much. You know the computer... Yeah, I've heard of that. I've heard yeah. You're always on there surfing the net. Help computer. Surfing episodes. Stop all the downloading. Well, let's say you want to get into a pro- hobby in your 30s, something physical, something active. Surfing? Surfing. Stunt work? Uh, stunt work. Let's say you need knee pads to become the blowjob champion of 2022. <laughs> awesome. Well, I know somewhere where you can get something like that, and that's ebay.com. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> eBay is advertising on this podcast? Well, it's one guy's eBay store, but you're... <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, okay. I thought we made it big. Here on eBay.com. Yeah, we're getting Get, more than $20 for this one, that by the way. Musk money. Uh, we're here on Will's Menagerie Make Me an Offer with 99.2% positive feedback and wow. 3,000 items sold. That's pretty high... You know, because sometimes people give bad reviews just to be dicks. Yeah. They try to knock you down when you're at your best. I do it all Because they hate to see you shine. But here at Will's Menagerie Make Me an Offer, you can buy all kinds of this and that. We got... Electronics. (laughs) (laughs) Start, start, Laptops. AirPods. Printer ink. Gaming headsets and accessories. So really, electronics really does cover the whole thing. They got electronics here on Will's Menagerie Make Me an Offer. And they also, I've seen here, they got toner cartridges. You can never have too many of those. Can you yeah. can you buy booster boxes of Flesh and Blood, the trading card game? You know what? Without searching too hard, who knows? <laughs> So they are uh, this and that, all of your favorites here on Will's Menagerie make me an offer, and you can't afford not to get it. I see here, now this may appeal to David, they have two kinds of uh, joystick heads, is that what you call them? Thumbsticks, custom thumbsticks. Oh, oh, I see, yeah, yeah. Oh, for like building, like Yeah, building your own parts. You want to feel Goku's ridges as you ride him Ew. through the Fighter Z universe? Now no. you can. With the control freak Inferno, now your thumbsticks are red. Thanks, Will's Menagerie make me an offer. That's what I like. And it says it increases KD 26%. I think that's a kill-death ratio. That's really something. 26% KD. Games. Electronics. (laughs) And more. I know about them. (laughs) That's right. Games. Played them lately? (laughs) Email. Uh, you hate about it? <laughs> Games, I'm plugging in. 
I felt like I was doing a really good ad for a minute before everyone decided it was their little joke. <laughs> What's hey. the name of the eBay store? One more it's time. It's Will's Menagerie. Make me Will's an offer. Menagerie. Hey. Make me an offer. Hey, Will, I'll make you an offer. You let me buy your goods, and I'll leave happy. That's my offer. <laughs> it's uh, you go to eBay.com/str/Williams-Menagerie and. It's a hell of a place. You got to go to there. And that's something we advertise here on ballnutsuper at gmail.com. Send us an email. Just go ahead and do that already. Wow. Do it. Commerce. 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 Trade. Free trade. The basis of our democracy. Economy. I love love getting an advertisement. Now I know where to spend my hard-earned money. Yeah, now I know where to pick up these control freak galaxies. They're blue. (sighs) Hey, fellas. I know we're all riled up at the thought of stimulating the economy, but... (laughs) What's the name of the store again? Do you remember? Will's Menagerie Make Me an Offer? That's right. It's (laughs) Will's Menagerie Make Me an Offer. I didn't think you could do it. You did it. Now I will eat a rock. For context... (laughs) Another man not believing in a woman. (laughs) For context, I only learned of Alex's apartment number this morning because I ran into him at the pizza shop and he made me repeat it four times. That's true. And, uh, <laughs> I never remember the apartment number either. I always am like 85% sure. Guys, it's like, it's year six of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but you moved. I moved upstairs. <laughs> Listen, I only got four memory slots. I'm like a PS1 over yep. here. <laughs> yep. Somebody deleted can, my save and, and my I can Katie. learn your apartment number, but something else has to go. <laughs> Fine. Well, we'll we'll talk about this later. We're real birds of a feather, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, who wants to talk about Dragon Ball Z Kai Cole in the final chapters? I, I, do, do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Okay, here we go. The title of this episode is On a Roll... God, I can't believe I have to say this. On a roll, boo boo volleyball. Boo boo, boo volleyball. That doesn't that doesn't sound like a delicious sandwich to me. Boo boo yeah, it's volleyball. Really, I prefer like, you get it on uh, a hero. It's a little better. Oh, maybe yeah. <sighs> boo boo volleyball. <laughs> well, last week. Uh, Majin Buu killed everybody. Yeah, he killed the whole earth. Yep. And then he killed all the Z-Boys. They're dead. And Gotenks shows up and continues to not take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're in like a Key and peel sketch now, kind of. Like, I can't believe we're the last guys. And Majin Buu's out here with his low-rider sweatpants. I'm not sure what it would take for Gotenks to realize the stakes of this battle. To be fair, I don't think it's his fault because no one... Like, the world that Goten and Trunks were born into is, like, people die and come back. True. With the education in this country. Yeah, they had to tell Goten at some point that... Chi-Chi did no socialization of Goten. (laughs) Yeah. His friendly friends with his brother, who is not doing so hot either, and a dinosaur. And a dinosaur. Until Trunks came along. And Imagine Trump's if the dinosaur had spends times getting punched in the face and being the richest little boy in the world. Right. And they also have to tell Goten <laughs> at one point that his dad was dead because he just wanted to stay dead. He just wanted to stay dead <laughs> so back. he could train more. <laughs> but also, I feel like you can't underemphasize they're four and five years old. Yeah. Okay, can I say this, I though? they're seven and eight. Oh, they're, they're a little bit older. older. They're okay. seven and eight. Yeah, you can trust still, them. I'm still in elementary school. Seven and eight, you yeah. know death. They, so. they have abs. It's fine. Here's yeah. the thing. 
I'm in the train. I'm in the corner with these boys. I'm their. I'm their. Uh, I'm their ringleader. What have you? I'm uh-huh. a, what's the fighting word? I'm, I'm there. That guy. Man. I'm the corner man. Yeah. Here's what I'm saying to the boys over and over again. Oh, you so Alex bo- cannot know words, but when I don't know words, it's a big deal. <laughs> I'm the corner man over there. I'm the man in the corner watching you kiss her. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay. And here's the thing. I'm talking to these boys. I'm saying, you got to blow up the whole boo. I'm drilling it into them every day. I'm saying, what do we got to do? They say, blow up the whole boo. Because they designed a variety of moves to just blow up a little bit of the boo, and it is not the mission objective. I don't think that's Piccolo's fault, as is shown in every episode we've watched lately, where he's like, okay, finish him. And they're like, no. They're not listening. They're rebellious. But I do, th- I take it to the, it, at the end of the day, it's the corner man of the six-year-old fight. <laughs> arena that this show has become. So we open up. At, uh, Go tanks and Piccolo have escaped the hyperbolic time chamber. They see everyone's dead, and so uh, Go tanks is Super Saiyan three, and he sucker punches Boo, and then uh, right away, right away, and blows up a big chunk of the lookout, uh, which makes Piccolo freak out. My question is: A, why hasn't the lookout? blown up before and b why does he care why hasn't it blown up before it's very high in the air it's Uh, it's very high in the air and here's the thing that can't be understated and they try to really hammer this in this episode it has precious cultural value so this is like when isis was blowing up all those tombs (laughs) and uh piccolo is the un is his role this episode to just go we're losing so much as a people and so that's what he does for literally an entire 20 minutes is just hold his head and go no no it might be just because the Namekian, as a people, they've died. He's just seen so much loss, and this is like one thing he thought would never be taken from him. <laughs> he really does. So uh, high in the air. The thought I kept having as I was watching that was he really turned into, you know, uh, in uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender, the guy who keeps getting his cabbages wrecked? He's yeah. really uh, going, my yeah. platform, I guess look out. <laughs> it doesn't seem like something Piccolo does is what no. I thought was weird. Yeah, he's like. It's really out of character. Like everybody, pic- everybody on the planet is dead now. <laughs> and he's freaking out about the lookout. Which was his fault directly, because he did suggest it. Well, when you well, when you put it that way, it sounds like it's PTSD. And yeah, just, just the maybe. last episode, he stoically was like, we're gonna all die in here? Great. Yeah. I love to die. And this now he's like, oh, the, the lookout, it's, it's gone. I guess no one's really checking in on Piccolo's wellness from like an Evangelion perspective where he's having a personality crisis. Mm-hmm. No one literally checks on Piccolo Piccolo ever. <laughs> Who watches the Piccolo? That oh, whole Dragon Ball superhero movie is about how no one listens to him. <laughs> they yeah, get him a true. cell phone and they don't no, tell him how to no use it. No one paid attention to him until he decided to become big and orange. That's yeah. true. Although, then we're all talking about him, huh? That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Orange Piccolo, va ba boom. <laughs> so, uh, Gotenks uh, punches and kicks a bunch. And Boo uh, becomes like a silly putty snake to dodge it. He's doing a lot of Plastic Man antics this episode. He's zigging and zagging. And then Boo knees uh, him in the chest. And then he does like a Cesaro circle spin and then throws Gotenks from the lookout in a comet towards Earth. And that's mostly what you got to know for this episode is they're going to battle a lot yeah. yeah, he mm-hmm. kind of starved you for around six weeks of no battling at all, but they're doing it a bunch again. I do I, appreciate I, this episode is mostly a fight. I, I appreciated how most of uh, Boo's dodging moves seem to be inspired by David Byrne dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, a lot of wiggling hips. Yeah. yeah. 
Man, they kind he of, doesn't have rhythm, but boy, does he commit. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if it's secure it, out there. Did you guys think the animation did change for Majin Buu this episode, or was this in my head? I thought they further bimbified him. They gave him a uh, pencil thin waist. Mm-hmm. You can um, kiss up that beautiful chest. I felt like everyone was a little off model. I think. I know with like older anime, sometimes it depends who was the head animator and shit can like kind of shift a little bit, but that would be giving this credit that someone was paying attention. <laughs> I like to think this happened naturally. <laughs> Is it just me? Maybe he's just growing on me. Does Gotenks not look as dumb? He, no, no he looks I, dumb. He looks dumb. <laughs> he yeah. looks really dumb. Okay, okay, His hair's too big. I, I mean, that's still true. I don't like Super Saiyan 3 Gotenks. He looks better on Goku because he's got a whole body. I just yeah. can't figure out why people think this character's annoying. He's, he <laughs> makes a lot of sounds. He's just so cool and collected. He has all the named moves. Yeah, Here's what this episode has in spades over the last time Go, we spent a full Gotenks episode is when Gotenks was in the chamber fighting Majin Buu in the black hair mode, he did a lot of moves. We got the debut of the Ghosty move. We got the debut of Galactic Donut. All the mm-hmm. signature Goten, Gotenks moves. Now he's doing the ones that really count. He he does a final flash in here. Yeah, so he's really uh, going for it. He's going for it. Yeah, so basically, after he kicks him to the earth, Boo flies through the hole that's in the lookout to chase after him, and then. Uh, he finds a body of water in which Gotenks has been knocked into, and he makes a... They close up on his face to get to what Alex is with him looking weird, where he has, like, evil red eyes and heavy breathing, and it was, like, a different guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Majin Buu himself is... um He's somewhat uh, Looney Tunes to this episode. He is the road run, the uh, Wily Coyote trying to catch the Roadrunner, with the Roadrunner being our encourageable boys. He does, uh, Gotenks, of course, is fine, and he does, uh, I believe this move was Bang Crash Hammer. Uh, Bang Crash Hammer. And he beams Boo in half. I will say I like how when Gotenks fights Boo, uh, he gets, like, Hiroshima'd. He gets, like, really gnarled up. The paintings of Boo are meant to evoke an emotional response in the viewer, and that you see, like, what happened to our beautiful Boo. Yeah, and then he, he does a, a final flash here. He, yeah, he splits him into two, and then he final flashes both halves. It rocks that he got cut in two with yeah. the big bang hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Big, cra- yeah. big crashing hammer like bang. People yeah. are cut in half hot dog. But then again, you know, I'm the corner <laughs> man. I'm the corner man. You got to blow up all the boo, because that's not doing you it. You got to blow half. up all the boo. Does virtually nothing. Yep. Now, he didn't even blow up, like, most of the boo. There was still two halves of him. He does a lot of disfiguring the boo. Now, I know what you're saying. There's a lot of cool fighting here. Why don't we break it up by repeating what happens? Okay. Can we not? <laughs> this is so you have some room to breathe at home. <laughs> Goku. You're holding your breath. Goku on Kai planet is looking at the crystal ball he's given. He's like, oh, I love this fight. It's it's good. Oh, <laughs> oh this is good, says yeah, Goku. Yeah. Goku is the Greek chorus. I, I love Dragon Ball Z. That was the other thought I, I had. I was like, it's amazing that this is the edited version of this show. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well, they didn't want you to think Goku wasn't we've, saying we've that. We really streamlined this down to its <laughs> essential parts. <laughs> they, they know you're wondering what Goku's saying. They got to keep you up to date. Yeah, <laughs> it's essentially Goku's like, well, look at this fight. And Gohan's like, what's happening? And everyone's like, shop. Shut up, Gohan. Shut up, Gohan. You don't Be- get to watch. Gohan is meditating in front of the Elder Kai, who's giving him his powers, as he has been for the last 10 episodes. And Elder Kai tells him, if you look away, that's adding time on to the end. It's like when you get a snow day. 
Yeah. In school, they add that on to the end of the year if you've had too many snow days, if it goes past the schedule. I also, at the end of this segment, I did put the note, um, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's important to know that it sucks. It sucks. I mean, worth it for the, f- the tremendously funny bit of uh, the Elder Kai reading manga over and over again. Yep. Well, when you watch someone else laugh, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. That's the premise of our show. It's the premise of their show. I mean, Jimmy, I, I think that is kind of the premise of children's television. But. Yeah, <laughs> to learn how to laugh. I will say that Elder Kai is like the Toriyama stand-in as a guy who knows everything but is still phoning it in and just wants to read gag manga. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That, they, he's trying to let you know, I am a sexual pervert. I gave you all of the clues. <laughs> so we, uh, we go back to Earth. Gotenks is now surrounded by little chopped up globs of boo orbiting him like a like a he's Saturn like, it, like it's an orbit like a, a asteroid. Saturn belt. was good, yeah. Oh, thanks. I agree. I think that you nailed it. Okay. Well, uh, my phone just went back to the top of. The, oh well, I remember my notes. what happened though. Yeah. Lawson's itching to tell us what happens right now. <laughs> I mean, well, he's chomping at the bit. They go. They start spinning. Right. They spinning and were they spinning as And then right. they, they turn Chris into a Boo Python. Yes, they do. So Boo wraps himself all curly cue around Gotenks like a snick. Oh, and then I, he oh, you, slams him into the rocks face first. You weren't yeah. afraid of Majin Buu? What if he was a deadly snake? What if, he, what if a Majin Buu was he, in the bushes? He's like an Ekans he is. <laughs> he comes out into your legs, he's going to give you a bite. But watch that, he's curled around Buu. you with his pink girl. He was constrict, Majin Buu. <laughs> He is a constrict more than any other villain. <laughs> if only we could get some Catholics in here to fix this. Oh, yes. St. Patrick, where are you? Cast him out. Yeah, so he slams his face in the rocks, and then Gotenks does, I couldn't catch the last name of this move. It's Super Balloon Ball Mirror? I, something like that. That sounded right, yeah. It says Balloon Ball. Which is a big beam that comes out of Gotenks' gross little mouth. Yeah. And and then it makes Boo surrounded by more Gotenks ghosts. His ghosts. It's one it's of the, it's so a vessel for ghosts. Funny that the ghosts can only come out the mouth. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what does yeah. that mean? What is he trying to tell us with that? I think it's supposed to be his spirit. It it's might be some essence. Japanese shorthand that I don't understand culturally. Yeah. It, I think it is like a Japanese like sort of spirit thing. Yeah, where little guys come out the top of you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you see in Japan, little guys, they come out the top of you. And He's so <laughs> this kind of represents that. And uh, you got little guys coming out the top of you. <laughs> you, you might be a Gotenks. New rule. No, but in all seriousness. <laughs> if you have two little boys and you become one boy, you got to spit some ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Is you might be a Gotex. It's always you might be a Gotex. The Blue Katie Comedy Tour. Hello. No seatbelts. I want to talk. I was I was trying to say I want to go to bed and then I'm tired at the same time. I want to go. I want to tire. And then something about wishing I was deceased. Okay. You might be a Gotex. You might be a Gotex. Yo, I was tired. Gotex. That's the name of the tour. So, uh, Gotenks gives uh, a speech about how somehow these ghosts are even more spooky and ooky than before. 
And uh, they firebomb Boo, leaving him a nuclear bomb blast victim. He's all, like, gnarled up and melted. And Gotenks says, drop the mic! Yeah, he yells, drop the mic. Drop the mic! (laughs) Yeah, you did the thing that you did before. It didn't work. When I was like eight years old, I didn't know you could drop the mic. So this is actually very culturally aware of yeah. Gotenks. Yeah. He's wise behind beyond. his ears. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Gotenks uh, then punches him a lot, which makes Boo mad, and he yells. And this has happened before, just, but <clears throat> to be explicit and to be clear with the listener, when Majin Boo is hit with these ghosts... He is horribly disfigured, a lot like some of the photos you've seen of napalm victims from the Vietnam War. It's really, like, really gnarly. It's the most gruesome image the the show presents you. It's kind of crazy, because, like, you see people bleed and spit up before, but you never see someone disfigured, and you're kind of like, why isn't everyone disfigured all the time with the, like, like... radiation yeah. blasts that they're sending out. Yamcha should not be so pretty. Not after the things he's been through. Instead, those scars just well, make I mean, him he hotter than ever. Yeah, he has a full skin. <laughs> what else is he doing? He's yeah. doing a 10-step routine. The presentation of Majin Buu in this episode is like they were going to show it to Majin Buu's mother and she would cry. <laughs> so he, uh, he launches at Gotenks and uh, Gotenks dodges and sticks his little tongue out so they take chase. Boo grabs Gotenks by the hairline and goes to beam him like point blank in the face. Yeah, all the way. And you're kind of like, this seems like it should do some damage, but it uh, does not. I also <laughs> had that thought because he really takes a full on like world ending blast one inch from his face. And all the ways he's hit Majin Buu where Majin Buu gets really hurt, but then pulls himself back together is like, well, if he was a man, he would be killed. Yeah. But then you see the... He's not killed. He's not even like, he just oh, goes, ow. Well, and also, it's like the level of beam we've seen him do a couple of times where they're like, this way. Oh, that would be it for Mars. Yeah, that's the way Trunks killed Frieza and Android 17 in the future. Yeah. Which is the point blank beam. But it didn't work on Gotenks, I guess, because he's I get, fusion. We're supposed to understand that Super Saiyan 3 is a higher power level than Majin Buu, and they do a great job showing us that with this yeah. great episode. Mm-hmm. My, my favorite part of that is, like, just before they fire, he yells, hold your fire, which is a very <laughs> funny thing. Very yeah. funny thing to yell at someone about to beam you directly in the mouth. Yeah. Cease! And, uh, yeah, so it, mis- it, 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 it smashes up the lookout completely into pieces, and Piccolo is just having a full... That that lookout was holding Piccolo's entire psyche together. Yeah, my lookout. <laughs> yeah. He's just he's like, got the broom and the dustpan. He's trying to scrape it together. It's, it's a floating in the air. It's he's gone. melting down, and Gotenks is just like, "What's up? What, what's the matter, the, old man?" The part of Piccolo that's upset about that is definitely the Kami part, right? Like the yeah. Well, maybe they are one in the same. He was about to like finish the lease on the lookout, maybe. No, <laughs> I I, think I had one more payment. It was one payment away, and he just. But it's also like all their friends have been murdered and like Gotenks is like, what, what's up your butt? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like your mom was killed in front of your face. Your mom was killed and eaten twice. Both your moms. <laughs> it's really hard for him. Now Boo watches this and he decides it's time to flex. He flexes and then he rolls himself into a ball. We're supposed to be scared. This is my favorite move. And then he... Uh, ping pongs around, just making sure he can smash up what's left of the lookout, just really to 
send the message back to Piccolo I mean, that you I think he did this to fuck Piccolo. It was uh, just to mess with Piccolo. <laughs> yeah. He does not hit Gotenks at all. He's just blowing the I don't even think he was him. even aiming at Gotenks. I think he just wanted to smash the lookout. It does make you think of a cat in the hat style trick. Yeah. That's a lot of Toriyama's base reference for this arc is cat in the hat manga. It was the pulverizing pinball from Mucha Lucha. Sure. Yeah, it bounces. It messes up your whole lookout. It's the last thing you want in the lookout. And, uh, you know, Gotenks is trying to do another one of his, like, fancy moves with a long speech, but he gets interrupted by the, the boo ball. Yeah. And so Piccolo, like, reminds him, just do it. Stop posing. Hey, you got to get out there. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut you. You're swollen on the eyes. You got to get out there. You got to k- kill all the Majin Buu. You got to blow up all the Majin Buu. Gotenks screams a uh, screaming banshee attack, which makes beam rings that seals... Boo up into a ball. I have a question. What is Gotenks' skill set? Can he make physical objects? Yes. Like Piccolo? Is it? <laughs> he vomits ghosts and he can <clears throat> beam you into a volleyball. Uh, yeah, he turns. He kind of changes what the volleyball is, and Piccolo misunderstands it. Well, yeah. Well, well because rightfully, us the viewer are like, "Oh, you sealed up Boo in a tight." Thing you must have won, but don't worry. Because there's no way to kill him, so of Go- course you want to seal him away. So of yeah, course, yeah. Gotenks immediately says, "Don't worry, it's only temporary." But we can hurt him while he's in there, and I'm like, "Well, this is." Can you do it better? <laughs> Work on this move more and spend no time on the ghosts and get back to me. Uh, Gotenks announce, "Let's play volleyball," and he asks Piccolo for an assist, but he says. If we're going to play volleyball, when I say, let's go, you have to say wahoo. It's the only way it works. That's how volleyball works. The He's listeners just, listening at home go saying, does Piccolo say wahoo like we do in volleyball? He's gaslighting him. <laughs> and he won't pass him the ball until they're, he says it. They're fighting for literally everyone on earth. And yeah. this kid's like, let me just embarrass my dad for a second here. <laughs> I won't do it unless you say wahoo. Now, here's my question. This is definitely a Japanese mistranslation thing. They got to have a thing they say in Japanese volleyball. Uh, they must. It, it must be it can't like. can't just be like a, what is it, a Wario thing? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, there's definitely like a like uh, counting system or some kind of passing communication expected because Piccolo, Gotenks comes up to Piccolo like he should know to say wahoo. Yeah, yeah. so he does. Punted to him, he goes wahoo, and then Piccolo goes set and spikes it down, and then there's a zoom in on Piccolo, just like, oh, I've wasted my entire life. When Piccolo (laughs) says wahoo, it's like it's like the end of um, it's like the double dildo scene at the end of that heroin movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like it's his lowest point (laughs) he's ever had. Requiem for a dream. Requiem for a dream. Requiem, yeah. I'm sorry I couldn't come up with that, but I've been podcasting a lot. What you need to know is this. I've never seen that movie, and I did not know there was a double dildo scene in it, but you just said the heroin movie. I'm like, well, there's got to be. There's two heroin movies. There's two. It's one on each end. one of them. (laughs) And anyway, yeah, so anyway, this is his Requiem for a Dream, and it's a lot like he's double dildoing for a bunch of businessmen. So, uh... Gotenks flies down to find the crater that his boo-boo volleyball had made. And he's like, I spiked the the hell out of that ball. Look at this giant (laughs) hole in the earth I made. And then Piccolo flies down. 
And uh, he has a second where he thinks he's not getting out of there. He thinks he beat him with the volleyball. Yes, and he's like, say Wahoo again. Isn't this fun? And he's like, he's definitely not dead. Have you been watching this show? And he's like, certainly not. You tell me why the volleyball would work. <laughs> you tell me why volleyball would do anything. Go take you think a volleyball would work. <laughs> you don't seem to have learned anything from fighting Buford in 12 years. Not <laughs> only does he seem confident, he does this thing where out loud, he says to anyone who might be around to listen, uh, well, yeah, we better hurry up because uh, if I turn back, I can't go back to Super Saiyan 3 infused for another hour. Yeah. And uh, I'm about to bust. And just as he says that, a pink beam shoots out of the crater. It's so huge. It goes into space. It fucks up everything. It's so fucked up. It's Super- a really big it's, one. It, the pickle is like, if that was pointed at the Earth, we'd have a problem. But for some reason, coming out of the Earth, just fine. Uh, and it's Super Boo. He is fine. Gotenks is pissed, so he does a barrage of beam moves that, like, one that Vegeta does that never works. He does specifically the Dragon Ball Z move that doesn't work. And you should know immediately what we're talking about. <laughs> which is where you go, yeah, 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 and then miss a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> barrage, beam barrage. Yeah, it's like a real Stormtrooper-ass move where it's just like... It's just... a barraging beam down. <laughs> it's, it's it's mostly there for, for visual effect. It's Piccolo... there to keep the kids coming back. Piccolo's like, oh, don't blow up the Earth. Earth, though, and Gotenks is like, why? And he's like, because Earth is where Dragon Balls are. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. Didn't Piccolo say something oh, about... Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot about consequences. Oh, yeah. The Dragon Balls, we love those. Doesn't Piccolo say a whole thing? I missed this because I was letting you guys in because I was watching this episode like two seconds before the show started. But um, doesn't Piccolo say something about like if he had beamed... If Boo had beamed differently... The world would have blown up. Thank goodness he didn't. No, he said if it was pointed at the earth, it would have blown it up. But for some reason, beaming from the earth is not a problem. You got to beam up and not, you got to beam up. Yeah. Beam up, Scott. Or into Gotenks' face, apparently. Yeah. Well, as we see later, Boo does not have a problem blowing up the earth when he needs to. (laughs) Boo is alive. Spoilers. Spoilers. And and pissed off. And Gotenks is like, my attacks didn't weaken him at all. And Piccolo is like, yeah, no, but he is weak mentally. <laughs> and he a champ. And he he's like he's not used to fighting someone as strong as him. And it is funny because I do like. You ever meet someone who's like king shit a turn mountain in their tiny scene, and then they have to like be around people who've lived a life. It's the same kind of collapsing effect. <laughs> he's really going for like a moral victory end of Rocky style, you yeah. know, where it's just like. We beat him. We, he knows he can bleed now. And it's like, yeah, well, you're still going to lose the earth at the end of this. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, uh, Gotenks starts to brag about how great he is, and he gets a little pointy Pinocchio nose. Yeah, right. that was weird. Yeah. That came out of nowhere. That has but, to be another like weird cultural thing that I'm not understanding. Yeah. Anti-Semitism <laughs> was, was rampant he in was Japan. He was bragging. Yeah, I understand. he was he was bragging. I get getting like a like if a you uh, American metaphor would be like a big head. Yeah, right. Is right. that like when you get a little pointy nose? Is, I, is it like phone? he's bragging like the Goblin King of old with its big nose? We all know. <laughs> Maybe it seems like there's some kind of like Bible story or something we're <laughs> missing. Um, Boo launches at uh, Go Tanks with the headbutt. 
Right. And then he does uh, like a, what would you call that? Like a driver Lawson from the sky? Because yeah. it's not quite a suplex. It's, it's like. It's kind of like a double pile driver. Yeah, it's basically. like a pile driver. Sacrifice uh, yourself, pile driver. <laughs> so from the sky onto his head. And uh, we're loving this fight so much. Better check on Goku. Goku's like, oh, you, you can do it. Goku's very optimistic. Supreme Kai is like, wow, fighting. And Gohan's like, oh, uh, kill me. <laughs> yeah, well, they say out loud, like, guess we don't need Gohan anymore. <laughs> what the fuck? In a way that was very triggering for Lawson. I was so fucking triggered, bro. You can't say that kind of stuff around They look Lawson. directly at the camera and they says, we don't need him. <laughs> We don't need him. We have a younger Gohan. God damn it. Hot new Gohan off the presses. Gotenks screams, batter up, and he throws Boo into a bunch of destroyed the buildings. Mic. That was great, actually. I love that. Yeah, batter up was the only thing I liked. And yeah, then uh, Boo has a long plastic man body where his legs are downstairs and a little snake up to his head. And uh, and then he tries to choke out Gotenks, who bites him real hard. Right. Yeah. And then Gotenks launches out his body and makes his body uh, a hole that he flies through. So, like, that Gotenks was cool. goes that was through his stomach, cool. and then I'm surprised he doesn't do that move more often. He should always be really, flying right through the middle of the It's a good evasive yeah. technique, yeah. And One of the best I've ever seen. So, because Boo makes himself a portal, um, Gotenks flies right through it, almost uh, running into a building. Good thing he didn't. JK, because right as that happens, uh, Boo, like, butts him into the building again which, everyone right, in the world is dead so which i matter. like alone in my room watching this i nodded at like a mediocre open mic joke oh. <laughs> walked right into just that just like one. yep mm-hmm. you gotta look out for those mm-hmm. that is definitely a visual gag <laughs> and then boo does a giant pink beam that like blows up an entire city and it does like no damage to go tank so i'm like if that beam before was going to blow up the earth, why isn't this kid disfigured right now? Again, Gotenks really just had to put more time into the volleyball move. If he had just finished the volleyball move, this fight would be over. He's powerful enough. He just doesn't finish the game. He uppercuts uh, Boo and does some fisty punches and cool guitar music plays. And you're like, that's it. We're wrapping it up. Gotenks talks a lot of shit about this beam he's about to throw. But guess what? Before he could throw the beam, he goes back t- from Super Saiyan 3 to normal Gotenks. Who who could have That's storytelling. Seen it? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's cinema. when the announcer comes on, it's like, that fuck. All right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, End no. of episode. Bye. Don't you want to know what happens well, next time? Hope Gohan's ready. <laughs> that guy we said <laughs> to fuck off s- five seconds ago. <laughs> Remember when we said we're not going to need Gohan? JK. Hey, Gohan, turns out we need your bitch ass. <laughs> Looks like Ugh. you'll have to keep watching this bullshit. All right. Let's go on here. Did his bus get here early? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, they do not make it seem like Gohan is going to be done soon this episode. I think he is. I think he's almost ready to cook. I mean, I'll come out Well, if you watch the next time on Dragon Spoilers. It's the next but, major. But it is like, go. the next episode is called, like, Gohan arrives. Oh, uh, go, Gohan comes to the show. Yeah, I do Gohan's remember this from. Gohan's ready to, <laughs> to feature. Gohan's <laughs> fuck palace. I, don't know. I, uh, I remember this from childhood, place. so. Oh, fellas. See this Go one on, yeah. Time to rate and review out of seven Dragon Balls. All uh, right. Alex. Well, Katie, this was a wild ride. I know that some people in the room are saying that this sucks and is stupid. 
But <laughs> let's keep in mind how bad the show was for a few weeks yes. up until recently. Sure. This has, was an episode entirely of Dragon Ball Z fighting, even if it was still Looney Tunes style. And you gotta love that. I'm gonna give it five out of seven Dragon Balls because the tone was all over the place. But the content was right what you want. What if Majin Buu was a snake? Five out of seven Dragon Balls. <laughs> Lawson. Yeah, I mean, I think Goku Meltzer um, yeah. over there grading the fight as it was happening was unnecessary. But uh, the fight itself was fine. It was good. Gotenks is fun. I like Super Boo with his wild I like. Su- I almost think he's my favorite form of Boo, I'm starting to think. Kid Boo's a, a lot of fun. Kid Boo is, they just get rid of the talking. But do you like yeah. the talking? That's a lot of the that, question. That's the, that's Super Boo has, like, dumb cell energy. Like a, yeah. yeah, he does, yeah. Uh, but I'm going to agree with Alex. I'm actually going to go five out of seven. A clean one. score. I liked it. I liked this episode. David Citric. Uh, I, uh, you know, I'm an apologist for the Boo Saga. I think it's, <laughs> it's pretty fun. I like the Looney Tunes stuff. I do not care for Gotenks. I think he is deeply irritating. Uh, um, that said, this was fun. There was fighting. I'll give it a five out of seven. Why not? Um... I did like that this is mostly fighting. The uh, I actually fully left out one of the cutbacks to the Kai planet because yes. I keep doing it. It's very annoying, and yeah. it, I, it took away from it greatly. Um, it it should have just been the fight the whole time and maybe, like, one shot of them just to be like, Gohan's coming. Go yeah. on, um, coming. So I'm going to give it four out of seven. Four out of seven. We're all mind-melded up. A great episode that we love to discuss on Radio Podcast Radio. And with no further ado, I'm not seeing any emails in our email box. Send us an email with a question, ballnutsuper.gmail.com. So until the meantime... Plug a plug a choo-choo. There's the train. Let's get plugged. Citric. You have uh, any tickets for the plug train? Do you have a ticket um, to ride? You can read old articles I wrote on uh, hard drive at harddrive.net. That sounds fun. Enemy of Elon Musk. Yeah. Do your part against I, Elon Musk I by reading David's articles. I don't think I've had an article up in a year and a half. So. Right. No, 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 no. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Time's yeah. a construct. We've covered it. We've covered <laughs> it. These are great. They'll stand and the catch, test of time. Catch David's skateboarding vids. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Keep an on, eye uh, out for that. TikTok. I'm going to make a TikTok. Uh, we'll be, I'm gonna, I'm, as soon as Mr. I can. Mr. Gaming Boards. Just me and, me, not even, I'm not going to skateboard. I'm going to get really into Heelys. Yeah. Go on his channel. Watch David give himself stitches. Rise and grind. All right. Uh, Lawson, what about you? Uh, yeah, you can always listen to the Talking Naruto podcast, wherever podcasts are found. Also, I'm on Instagram, at Law Vanguard. Uh, and also, uh, my D&D adventure studs on sodabags.itch.io. Uh, when, uh, yeah, pick that up for the holidays. Yeah, that's Alex. it. Yeah. Well, if you're looking to laugh this holiday season, and by holiday season, I mean this week and not after that, you should come <laughs> to Caveat Theater in the Lower East Side for Game Boys, the video game-themed comedy show starring one and only Jake Flores from the internet. Wowie zowie. You're going to want to see him live as he brings Yoshi down to size. That's... Caveat Theater, 7 p.m. on December 16th. Be there or die. And as always, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash BOSpod for $5 a month. You get a whole other spanking podcast. And we are covering 
the most wonderful show, the most wonderful time of year. That's right, Dragon Ball GT. GT. Oh, we're back on the GT train. We're, we're finishing, finishing it. it. And yeah. uh, how is how are we enjoying that? It's enjoying a wild ride, is David. In italics. It's uh, a wild yeah, ride. Okay. I think it's some of the best shows I've ever produced. You know I what? We're we're at the peak of podcasting. Game time. Hey, do you think the workers had fun building the Eiffel Tower? No, but it was important, and they had to do that. That's right. $5 a month, baby. $5. Well, anyway, that's been us this week. Thanks for being with us. See you next week. Ballin' out soon.